Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Live from the Kill House podcast slash live show slash whatever you want to call it. Solly here. DJ Pie is here. Hello, Deej. Hey, greetings. Cheers. The Beluga. Neil Schuster is here. Hello, <laughs> Neil. <laughs> oh, cheers. TC was on site today at Brookline. Hello, TC. Gentlemen, good to be here. Excited to be here. Excited to put another uh, talk about major championship golf again. It's been a, it's been a tricky, tricky few couple of weeks, if you will, and uh, Real Golf is back. And you know who else is back? Our friends at Yeti. You know what else is back? The ice in the cooler. Tell That's us about absolutely this. absolutely right. Well, I just want to pose a question to the boys. Cody, let, let's get that picture of the camera up. I, I want to know who you got, the ice or Rory? <laughs> who's going who's who's gonna, to who's gonna outlast? Does Rory win this major or does that ice this melt is first? Still, we didn't even put more in. That's, That's the same ice from, from the PGA. PGA. It's it, unbelievable. It made more ice and it's, <laughs> it's so cold it's in outrageous. But who you got, Deej? Uh, I got Rory. Hell I mean, yeah! I, I love the Yeti product, of course, but I, I'm taking Rory in this bet. Sorry to our partners at Yeti. Solid, who you got? <laughs> I will be representing Big Randy in this and saying I do not have Rory in this. Okay. Wow. Sorry. Wow. TC? We're going to get into that. Oh, my gosh. At this time, I prefer not to answer. That's a personal question. Uh, this is the Roadie 24 that's sitting here over my shoulder producing all this uh, these tremendously cool drinks that we that we have here with us. So shout out to our friends at Yeti. Thank you very much for, uh, for bringing the folks the No Laying Up Live show, podcast, if you will. Neil, what's the biggest story of the day? Biggest story of the day was, uh, for me personally, or... or sure. <laughs> I, I'll just... I'm not going to bury my own lead. I, I had a first-round leader play on Rory and got got snubbed, sniped by Adam Hadwin. But it, it lasted you, all man. day I long. I hate that for you. So that was fun. But I think that uh, what I took away from today was uh, it feels like a perfect U.S. Open leaderboard to me. You've got a couple of big names up there. You've got Rory up at the top doing big things this morning. Some other familiar names like Justin Rose, you know, past champions up there. And then you just got a hodgepodge of randos, right? Guys that just kind of went out and they, they've got their shot, you know, the most democratic tournament uh, in the world. And they go out and they put up a, you know, minus two, minus three banner day. And you're, because I every time, or most years I watch the U.S. Open, it's always like, who the hell is that guy? Right on the first one or two days, walking around for a couple of days this week was like, huh, interesting feel. Like this is not necessarily all of the top players in the world. Yeah. Like there are some dudes we have not heard and of. And I, I kind of felt like from the TV, and I'm curious to get TC's point of view on this. Uh, the course didn't look. It looked like there were several birdie holes out there. So I thought that minus three after the morning way it was going to get blown away, and I thought it held up well. So I think. Minus three, minus four kind of being the uh, benchmark. I don't think it's up to Randy's standards, but for me, I thought the course played very challenging, and it was a great day of golf. Biggest story of the day, Deej. Uh, I, I think I'm just going to put a little finer point on, on what you're saying. I think it's Rory, man. I mean, I, I... Hell yes. Of course, I'm a Rory homer. I'm well documented on on this front. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm going to go back. I would love to play back some audio. I wouldn't possibly do that, but I'd love to play back some audio from uh, the PGA Championship recap which was listen everybody can laugh if you want to do the whole like oh Roy, this guy sucks man he can't get it done what i was trying to say is like this look this looks and feels like a different rory than we've seen the last three or four years credit it if you want to be sports writer narrative guy credit it to that 
Sunday at Augusta if you want. Something changed. He is he looks like the dude again. He went out on the biggest week in, you know, the biggest like kind of weirdest most kind of crucial time for him to play well was last week in Canada, right? And he goes out and wins the golf tournament on a really hard golf course. Shows up this week. We always dog him for, you know, he doesn't play well at at hard golf courses. He doesn't play well at these proper golf courses. Shows up and played like very, very, very proper major championship golf today. F- fairways, centers of greens, didn't push it, picked his spots. Even when he did kind of get caught with his hand in the cookie jar, like on number two, number five, makes the long par savers. Uh, and I just thought he looked like a grown-up grown-up golfer today. I, I was saying, you know, we talk about the pro, Max Homa kind of evolving into the pro 2.0, the pro 3.0. I, I fear for you guys, other than you, Neil, I know we're, we're true believers. I we're fear neighbors. I fear we might be living in the Rory-verse at this point. I think it is going to be just a complete, complete and utter takeover uh, that, that's, that we're under, you know, that, that's underway. So, listen, I, I know that's a lot. I know it's we're just running back everything we said from the PGA Championship, but, man, he's he looks like the best player in the world right now, and I'm not scared of any of those names that are surrounding him right now, and I just, right. I, I, it feels very sustainable to me. Is he going to win? Who knows? He's going to be there, though. TC, you were out there today at TPC Brookline. Uh, tell us, what. <laughs> first of all, how was, how was your day out there, and what's the, what's the biggest takeaway of the day? Uh, day was good. Day was good. I, I got some, I followed a bunch of guys this morning, followed Morikawa this morning, uh, followed the, uh, the Zalatoris, Cameron Young, walk, Young Walk group. Uh, and then I spent most, and then came in, followed Rory in a little bit. And then Rory went, uh, you know, it, like Rory is the juice, right? Like every, every single, like the media center cleared out for Rory's presser. Love seeing Rory call out slow play a uh, couple groups ahead. Although I talked to Stallings and he was like, yo, it wasn't us. We were waiting all day too. Um, and then, uh, and then, yeah, followed uh, P and Fleetwood and uh, K KH Lee in the afternoon. No, no lady J sightings at all out there. Um, and then followed Cam a little bit coming in and, uh, and then made my way back here. But Rory, I mean, Rory's the story of the day. Like he's, he's the juice. He's the guy. Uh, there's some, you know, there's some good guys chasing him. Uh, I think Fitzpatrick's another story that like he's, he's playing proper golf. Uh, Fitzpatrick was, was, was out driving DJ a lot today. Um, I thought Uh it was kind of wild. Really? Um, the course USGA, I think another story is the USGA dumped too much water on the greens this one. I, ah, God, I had, I had the under on the under on 10 minutes. Yeah, no, it was, it was DJ. DJ had the over, yeah. so he like he talked for a long time there about Rory just to make sure we got there. But that was ten minutes was the, yeah. was the number. Yeah, before we ta- started talking about uh, you know slowing things down and and what a disgrace it's been. No, I think the wind really like it was it was it was hard out there this afternoon. I think the guys tomorrow afternoon are going to get get it bad as well. It was very 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 difficult out there this afternoon. I was with Fina like. Uh, Fleetwood and Finno on uh, on 16T, and Finno said to me, he's like, that, we, we, we played 28 yards of downwind on that hole. That's it was wild. 198. He hit, a, he hit like a chippy eight. Counterpoint to that, Finno could have said anything, and you might not have understood <laughs> it properly. So. Oh, Finno and I have a connection. <laughs> okay. But, but yeah. did it, have, if it, it need, might have needed subtitles on there. Correct. But, uh, I going back to going back to Rory. I Randy's words honestly are echoing in my head of like 
You fell for it so easily at, the, at Thursday of the PGA. I did. Hand up. I did. He captivated me. And I'm looking down at the stats. I'm looking at plus 4.36 on the greens today for Rory sure. to shoot three under. That's not going to be the sustainable look we need to win it. I think he can win it. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I just, I, like I said, I'm going to stick with what I said in, in the previews. I'm going to miss the first win. I will. You, I'm fine. You know what I love, though? And our one of one of our guys, I think Nelly440, had his comment was up earlier. How about the passion from Rory? Exactly. Yeah, yeah I loved yeah. it. It's different, I loved man. every it's a, bit of it's it. It's a different I mean, guy. Maybe a little seeing. bit like out of the bunker. It's like, hey, man, you know, that was a tough shot. Man. He, I don't he, he said just, that in his post round, too. He's like, listen, man, the bunker was all fucked up already. Like, I had, he kept slipping down. The whole wall was blown out. I, I was would like, say, yeah, so I, yeah, would, I blew it up. But a I would more. say, like maybe he overreacted, but sure. it's like I would like him to err on the side of yes. of overreaction because I feel like he's been underreacting the last decade. I would. I had a problem with that a little bit because week to week, I agree with you. Like I want to see some passion out of you. I want to see something to root for. I agree. He's playing well. You have to if you are playing a U.S. Open. You have to have it in the budget. They're like, I'm going to hit a ball that's going to end up in an ass spot. <laughs> And I got to deal with it. Like, I'm going to hit a shot that, say, that... In an ass. <laughs> it might. You never know. Uh, and you have to be able to deal with it. You have to be able to deal with a bad break. Like, you, whoever doesn't let the... Everything is... Uh, I, what's ringing in my head is, like, what happened with JT with the PGA. Of, I don't have to play perfect golf. I'm going to have bad holes. I'm going to hit shanks, whatever. And in major championships, you just have to stay with it and just keep keep floating. Keep afloat. And if you're going to let that, I just have never seen him react like that. And it was like, yeah, yeah dude, a ball is going to stop in the deep grass around the bunker. Like, that's a tough bounce, but you hit it there. And if that's, like, where you're level at, he threw a club on nine to his bogey free, playing his last hole, misses right, and throws his club in the fairway. And I'm like, dude, I, 72 holes is a long period of time. This is maybe the first time ever where I'm like, we are 25% of the way through the golf tournament. we got a long ways to go. Pace yourself. I'm worried if he's if he's running at a 10 intensity level on Thursday, I'm worried about the sustainability there. I think that's fair. Uh, I, I but I still liked watching it. I, People it was, were all yeah. over me on Twitter for like, you've never, well, you've never obviously never played golf before. You don't understand reaction. I'm like, Which is true. No, I don't Which play in true. the fucking U.S. Open. And I, if you want to win it, like you have to be able to handle the ups and downs of that. And I don't it's concerning. Dis I don't disagree. All, all that I will say is... He stepped up, calmed down, hit a pretty excellent bunker yeah, shot yeah. on and five, got up and, down. and made the putt. So and almost did it on nine. And nine, oh, nine was nine. a brutal. That, that's a bad place to miss. But he he did talk about that a lot in his his post round too about how before in the U.S. Opens, before in major championships, like when he hits it in bad spots, he tries to get it all back in one swing, and he doesn't do the things that he did and it, that he did today. And I think like number nine, honestly, I mean, we were talking on Slack. I think that's that was like a good example of one where he was so comfortable with like man. All I can do is hit it to 15 feet here, and I'm putting my balls off right now, and I think I'm going to make it. And that was not like he wasn't trying to hit a hero shot where, I mean, he even said after the round two, he's like, he's like, in the past, like, I try to hit these stupid shots, and I end up scrambling for doubles, and I'm just not doing that this week. And I thought that shone through a lot. I mean, there was a lot of pins he didn't go at. He just was in the dead centers of, of greens, and that's where, to me, it feels, yeah. feels sustainable. But That I we'll agree see. with. One yeah. thing I'd add to that, I, I think – I said it about the cat at, at uh, Augusta. When the cat is not playing well, he doesn't react. He goes like yeah. into like battle station mode, right? And then when he's playing really well, that's when he gets fiery. And I felt like that was Rory today. He's like, you know, yeah. he almost earned the right to freak out because he had it all under control. So it was like that was such an outlier that he's very frustrated. Also, I, I loved it. I don't want to put too much weight on this, but I think it's worth mentioning, and we're not going to talk about a lot of live stuff, but dude's got a lot on his mind, oh, man. Oh, God. <laughs> 
Like, sure. He's got to be wound pretty fucking tight right now as well. So I, I he's the de facto commissioner. Exactly. You know? So, so I, I'm not. Uh, that's not a non-factor as well. Every time he goes anywhere, I guarantee. I mean, we saw it. We saw it with us, right? And we're like nobody out of the tournament. Every time you run into anybody, hey man, what's going on with this live thing? John Rom just walked right up to me. He's like, "What's your guys' perspective on this whole thing?" And I was like, "Where's your fealty lie?" <laughs> imagine, imagine what it's like to be Rory. Yeah, like especially behind closed doors. Like I, the dude's wound very tight. So that I, I'm kind of talking myself out of it now into like, yeah, he might just be spent and he might end up. That's, know, that's freaking what I'm saying. Out. And, I, and I, I see where you're coming from. So, but I already said what I said. So now I'm stuck with it. <laughs> I thought Rory's Rory's comments after the round, like he seems a lot less pensive and a lot more like there's a quiet confidence and there's a quiet, he was very direct. He was very like short winded. He said what he wanted to say. He didn't, there wasn't a whole lot of ands and all that. It was very, there was a couple like, Hey, here, here's what I think. Here's three sentences. He said what he wanted to say about both his golf game. And I, I thought it was interesting too. He said, um, he was talking, you know, somebody asked kind of round said, uh, he went immediately to nine and he went immediately to five and talked about the two negatives instead of, and he kind of caught himself and he's like, here I am. I just shot 67 and I'm here talking about the two negatives. Looks like we got some breaking news Gentlemen, here. I'm sorry to interrupt. I, I got to break in and bring in special guests for the evening. Probably first special guest of the evening, but none other than Mr. Scott Van Pelt. SVP! What's up? Hello, hello. I, I'm I'm like your peepaw, so you can see me, but I, can you hear me? We can. <laughs> we hear you loud and clear. Yes, you kind of got the you kind of got the peepaw angle even you, going you do. there. Yeah. How do I work this FaceTime <laughs> thing? I, I can't see you guys. It's it's like I talk to my kids. I get this. <laughs> I'll, I'll try to hold it. I'll try to hold it and aim it. The beautiful Washington downtown Washington D.C. behind me. Uh, thanks for thanks for having me. In. I thought I thought today was fun. Uh, Brookline's Brookline's a mother. I, I really dig that golf course. It is. It just looks like a U.S. Open, man. I, I haven't been to one in person for a long time. You've been to a lot of them, Scott, and it was like it, I just forgot about. I guess the the grandeur of it all kind of hits a little different in person. And the fescue the, with the shiny fairways, shiny greens, everything, man. It just it hit. It, it really helps, you know, add into the, to the viewing of it. But uh, how does how does it stack up against U.S. Open courses you've seen? I. I liked it because you could score, but if you made a mistake, you, it would penalize you. Um, I think I think really the, the the fact that they took the rough down I think is a little surprising to some of the guys, um, and and it's beneficial clearly because if it were an inch longer to be, I don't know what you'd do. But if the if the greens get if the greens get fast this weekend, then giddy up, it's gonna it'll be it'll be really difficult. But I just what are the, I, I want to say there were twenty five guys under par. Um, Hadwin's round was spectacular, but you know, there, early on there was so many sort of U.S. Open Thursday guys, right? I mean, and I don't mean any disrespect to a Lingmurth or a Neesmith, but you know, there's a reason Tariko years ago coined the term leaderboard gravity, um, and over time it tends to pull on those names that feel like maybe they're Thursday names, and. There's a whole lot of probably Friday, Saturday, and definitely Sunday names that are lurking. Maybe a shot, maybe two, even down to even par. There's a whole lot of there's a whole lot of class that's right there behind Hadwin. And um, I just I like that you could shoot. A, I like that you could shoot. You know, you could make some birdies. That that's great. Players are going to make birdies, but no one was going to shoot. You know, 
We were going to have Canada. Canada was great for, for what that was. It was a hell of a show. But you're not supposed to shoot 60 and no one's going to. Scott, we, we always have uh, kind of jokes around the U.S. Open and the USGA won't push it hard enough. We want to see guys bitching and complaining. We want to see tears. I'm curious, you, you go to so many majors, you've covered so many majors. Each one kind of seems to have its its own identity. What what do you, as as a golf fan, you as a TV person, like what do you want to see out of the U.S. Open? What, what gets you the most fired up? I mean, I've le- I, I can remember leaving – I remember leaving Shinnecock when they destroyed the golf course and thinking that, what are you doing? <laughs> which, 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 which time? Which time? <laughs> um, when Goosen beat Els okay. um, and Phil. Um, I mean, the golf course was dead. Um, they, I mean, it was just dead. And Respectfully, that, 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 was, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll never forget, I was on the putting green that morning. And am I allowed to cuss on these? Oh, of course. Yeah, come on. Oh, yeah. Well, I just like to ask. Kalkavecchia finished. I want to say he was first off that year, and he finished, I swear to God, an hour and 12 minutes, okay? Um, Kalk set a brisk pace around, and he walks out after he signed, and he looks at, before he signed, he looks at this and he smirks, and then he just starts to walk in, and he goes, they got no fucking chance. <laughs> then Scott, Scott Hogue takes, takes a bottle of water, and he poured two little drips out, on the green and the green wouldn't receive the water. It was like, it was mercury. And it was, and he said, look, water races. And the water started racing down the green because it wouldn't go in the ground. And that was the day they watered what seven in between groups. And DeMarco was booing and that, I, th- that see to me, that's unreasonable. And the US Ope, USGA has on occasion gotten to a point where it's just, it's just dumb. Like not, not, no one made a birdie at Marion on 18 on the weekend. Not one person by accident made a birdie on the 18th hole. Well, that's you, stupid. You're saying a He's lot of things. Player. You're saying a lot of things that people on this podcast will actually are the reasons why they love it, by the way. <laughs> I don't want it every oh, year. And, and, and here's the thing. But wait, I'm not opposed to what, uh, what I know people appreciate and they like to see guys suffer. Okay, and if you miss the fairway, you should you should be penalized. And you know if if you're if you don't hit it with the right sort of trajectory or pace or whatever, and you bounce over, okay, that's true too. That's reasonable too. But you ought to there ought to be a there ought to be an answer to the question. And I don't always feel like the USGA has provided questions for which there were reasonable answers. So. In recent years, it seems like it's been more. Yeah, it's a hard ass test. It's supposed to be. It's U.S. Open. Um, but to me, like a day like today is is fine. It look, it's going to get harder. I mean, four might win. If you gave if you gave a bunch of players four right now, I guarantee it's the old saying. They they would take it and say, "I'll see you Sunday night and take my chances." That's. I I felt like it could have gone. I, I thought scores would have been lower today, considering all the birdie holes out there, the softness in the morning, the lower wind, and the fact that oh, no one shot better than three under in the morning was like. I think. I think under par might win this thing if it. If they're in total control of the golf course. There's no reason for it to not get way firmer as the week goes along. They got plenty of wind this afternoon. Are you buying what Rory's selling so far? Are you? We just had a big Rory conversation before you came on. We just needed. We need another person to weigh in. We we lose all perspective when it comes to Rory. Yeah, he's one of those dudes that definitely he, he invites that, doesn't he? I mean, he, he's 
he's just well first of all just as a human i just i have such an appreciation for the way he's he's re, he's weighed in on all these topics um i just think he's i think he's fair i think he's reasonable um but just watching him play golf when he gets that bounce that everybody talks about when that when the top of his head starts bouncing when he's walking man that's a spooky yeah. dude he gets he gets that gear and he had it on sunday and he still got it here but i remember i saw him during a practice round at southern hills and and I, I remember we were BS about it. We didn't ask one thing about his golf game. And then after I left, I thought, well, that was stupid. I probably should have asked, you know, something golf related. I just didn't. And then he went out on Thursday and gave the answers that were required because it looked like, oh, that's what we're that's what we're working with this week. And I think he's so good that, you know, 18 holes like Tulsa or today can lull you into believing that you're going to get four of them. Yeah. He typically has that one inexplicable round where something just isn't right. Um, and, you know, does that come in Boston? And if it does, what's the what is that number? Um, that's the thing about him that over the past over this majorless, I mean, I won't call it a drought, but during the time when he hasn't won a major, I think that's been what's cost him. And typically it's been the first round. So the last two that he's played, he started out really, really well. And that's. That's that's intoxicating because he's one of those guys that really invites you to wonder what might he do. You know what I mean? He had some interesting comments today in the post round about exactly that and and what a difference it makes to to get off to that good start. And I know that's always a very cliche question, like "Oh, is your mindset going to change?" and and all that stuff. But he <laughs> he kind of spelled out like, you know. There's been so many majors where I've got done Thursday and my mind goes to like, all right, what do I need to do to make the cut? And hearing Rory McIlroy talk like that is is like the most depressing thing as a golf fan ever, right? And <laughs> right. and that's where I, I'm very much buying. I'm 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 all in. And yes, of course, we might get might get fooled again, and that's fine. That's that's definitely a risk I'm willing to take. But I'll yeah, ride thank with you, brother. Thank you, Neil. I will but be the there. the uh, the early Thursday round, like getting off to a good start, I think just. God, I think he got that monkey off his back at Southern Hills, and and it seems like he's still still freed up. So I don't know. I don't have a question there, but I'm I'm just uh, no, I'm very I, excited. I understand, but 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 I I I I agree with all of what you're saying, and it, it, bringing bringing what you had in Canada here is is you know momentum day to day is hard in this sport, right? Um, and playing a golf course like they played last week, which what a scene that was so much fun, and given the Given the backdrop of all that was going on, man, what it's what I mean, that was bananas, the whole thing. But it's I mean, it's just it's clear that he's got a confidence that isn't always there. Um, but he's he gets down on himself. He got all pissed on five, which I guess was because the, the, the group ahead of him was a, a hole and a half behind. But now, see, that's the part where I'm with you on. All right. Here's a short part four. you're out of position. Now he's got a shot that, that you know, it's going to go low and left. But now he's in another bunker. Now he's just furiously just uh, he's trying to dig a hole in the bunker. Like, I'm on board for that. Give me that. That's fun. <laughs> yeah. That guy that pissed. I'm not ha- I'm not celebrating his misery. It's just good to know that that can happen to the guy that good. You know, I, I'm, I'm here for that. Absolutely. See, my my take on those is always if it can happen to a guy that good. What hope do we have? Actually, that's <laughs> that's that's, that's not so good. But <laughs> not. But you know that. Let me let's get you out of here on this. I know you got to do some taping tonight, but uh, kind of double part question here, which Phil would have actually hated, ironically. Um, <laughs> are ask you one question and then ask the next question? Just ask two. Well, it's a, okay. Are you surprised with kind of the reaction and the overall support towards the live players that you've seen so far at the U.S. Open? And kind of what is you what is your perspective on the whole change in the landscape? 
I'm not surprised. Phil's Phil's done, you know, he's spent 30 years building equity, um, smiling at people, thumbs up, happy birthday to Phil. In this championship in particular, my God, he should have won it, you know, how many times? Um, sometimes it got stolen. Other times he hit it off a beer tent. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it, it, he's he's lost it every way you could in in this particular championship and so i think that if 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 you're depositing money in the bank for 30 something years you're not suddenly you don't have insufficient funds today and and that's you were out there i mean i i saw you and others were sort of giving like the temperature of the room and it seemed largely positive now when it goes wrong and people start drinking um i mean my god that friday afternoon in tulsa i don't know if anyone was watching on espn plus but the running commentary we were getting from outside the ropes was incredible (laughs) and so late in a in a boozy day you're gonna you're gonna get what you get even phil but i'm not surprised that a guy who's been such a fan favorite for so many years has largely received um, love and support. Now, as for the climate and the conversation, I know like you guys, I have a lot of conversations with guys, you know, on air or off air. And it's, it's all anyone asks me, you know, like I played Monday and um, you get to the course and people say, Hey, what do you think of this live thing? And I said, well, I mean, like, what do you think? I said, did you watch it? No. What's interesting to you about it, other than the fact that you know Charles Schwartzel made a ton of dough? Well, that. Okay, well, is it going to be interesting to you if Brandon Grace makes $4 million at Pumpkin Ridge or or not? I mean, that that's the thing I'm trying to figure out is what part of this is going to be interesting, not to us, but to the people that consume it. You know what I mean? Um because knowing that they make a lot of money, it doesn't impact us one way or another. Um, it, but I, I guess the question is, who's going to go next? I'm hearing some people that people thought might go, might not. Um, but then again, Bryson and Dustin told us in February they weren't, and then they did. So, you know, it's I just I just hate that it that a, a sport I really enjoy and people I really like find themselves in a place now where you might you could theoretically end up with two marginal tours that that just pull at your attention and you just don't end up with great competition in either place i i think the tour is gonna have clearly has a better has better field and i i'm like john rom you know give me 72 holes in a proper golf tournament um but if enough guys go then you know what do your fields look like and look this is all just um, derivative of the conversation that's gone on. I, I just I know everywhere I go, somebody has a question. But then when I when I turn the questions back to them and ask, are people interested? I don't get the sense that they're interested. I just think that they've heard so much about it that they're regurgitating it. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Yeah, I think that's a sad thing. Is like uh, along those lines, is are if people are interested, isn't even that important of a question as to whether or not it'll succeed. That's the really the really. Uh, you know, well, and you saying taking the money out of it, where's the juice, right? Like putting it back on people to say, like, what would you know? That's perfectly said. 
that's perfectly said. What what is like? Oh, hey, it's a shotgun. Okay, cool. <laughs> Why do I give a shit about that? That's not yeah. that's not a selling point to me. It's just confusing because today I know where the par fives are and I know who's playing those holes. And then it's like, oh no, he started on twelve, so he's already played the par five. But I don't know that because it's a friggin' shotgun and the, the teams. No one cares because the players don't even know what the teams are. So what's the juice? Is the is the exact correct question and i don't no one's given me an answer for that and growing the game is comical no one's growing anything you're gonna go play in portland what happens somebody out in portland's like you know i'm gonna do buy some golf clubs <laughs> i wasn't gonna but now i am i don't know why he's gonna where where, where do you <laughs> yeah, think yeah, yeah. portland well, is that is portland oregon southern portland, southern portland but now he's like man this live tour i'm gonna play Woo! like i don't understand what no, because they're not growing it it's just saying that the pr thing just say we took the money because it was too much not to take everyone gets that um and 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 on some level if you're on the other side of 40 and, and you can guarantee somebody that is show me the 40 year old person that works in it somewhere that wouldn't do it um it, it, it you probably would so i don't know man like it's it's <laughs> I'm just grateful that now there's the U.S. Open to talk about because it's, it's a proper golf tournament. It's our national championship. And today I thought was a fun day, and it's going to get more fun every day from now on. Yeah. Uh, blame me for asking about it. That was on me. I'm going to let you pull a Costanza and get out of here on that Portland, Maine, on the Southern Portland accent. So I, Southern Scott, Portland. Scott, will we see a Game 7? Will we see a Game 7? God, I hope not. Because <laughs> it means we have to work. Listen, in our business, it all, you just want a result that means you get to stay at the beach through Sunday night. That's really all it is. Uh, now, listen, if it's a game seven, it would be great because, you know, it, these. I, I think we will. Boston's been awesome at home, and I'm, and also it means it would screw us out on Father's Day at the beach. So I'm, I'm certain we're going to get a game seven. <laughs> awesome. Hey, thanks for jumping on, man. This was great. Thanks, we'll, Scott. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll catch you again hopefully soon. You guys are fantastic. I'm big fans of everything y'all do. So thanks for uh, thanks for giving me a, a chance to figure out how to get a link and get on here. That was great. You did it. You, you did it good, it. people. You nailed it. <laughs> Can you go? Bye. Bye. <laughs> See you, Scott. See you, man. Oh, that was great. Uh, little good. Scott, I, I was gonna tell him about my bad beat, but you yeah. know, I'm sure he gets that all the time. You know, like everybody coming out. Yo, yo, Scott, I got this. Bad, I had this bad beat, man. Yo, no way. Yo, tell, tell me, me about, about it. Tell me about the <laughs> fantasy football team, Please guys. Tell me about it, guys. Where did people get that I hate SVP? <laughs> that was the joke I think it was we made a bit up on a show that you weren't on. Maybe it's like <laughs> yeah. you were you were whining about something, and somebody in the comments said, "TC, the kind of guy to that would hate SVP." <laughs> <laughs> and, we, and we made it a bit. I'm reading the comments here. There's so many comments. That are like, God, TC's like the energy is draining out of him. His, <laughs> he hates his, him. You know, SVP's just just stunting on him. All the, you know, he's just getting madder and madder as this thing goes along. I was happy he kept saying the word juice. Yeah, you, you a lot of juice. Huge. Uh, listen, after wearing their gear for a while, we can confidently say Roback has the best feel, the best fit. I've been in a lot of golf tournaments lately. I can confidently say Roback stuff is everywhere. First of all, their performance polos fit so much better than your typical boxy polos. Their four-way stretch is next level. The material super soft while staying wrinkle-free. The founders went through over 20 iterations of the collar alone to ensure it keeps its shape but doesn't get in the way of your golf swing. Second, their performance Q-zips, game changer. They're soft. They are the definition of versatile and perfect for a cool morning on the golf course or an evening around town. They're not just for the golf course. And lastly, the performance hoodies that I'm wearing right here. 
Stretchiest, softest hoodies in golf. They may be the softest and most comfortable performance hoodies on the entire market. Sneaky thing about them, you can wear them multiple times without <laughs> needing to wash them. TC, we were together for the, eight, the last eight days. How many times did I wear my Roback sweatshirt? Like six? It was a lot. Listen, I thought they were multiple sweatshirts. No, check it out, sweatshirt. man. It was just one. Yeah. I literally, just, I wore this the other night. I realized it was a photos were posted beach. of me. It was of me stinky, in this. Uh, Roback, gaining traction big time. Use code NLU at Roback.com for generous 20% off your first order through the end of this week. That's Roback.com, R-H-O-B-A-C-K.com. 20% off polos, Q-zips, hoodies, and tees with code NLU. You got a tee on right there? Well. I do. Yeah, Good workout tees as well. And Fantastic. a bunch of Roback stuff coming to the NLU Pro Shop. Oh, yeah. hopefully that? late July, August, but you not, can count on it in September. Not till July, Guys, my Kessler, friends. Uh, Kessler Corrine was wearing Roback today. Love it. How about that? Not not a part of the ad. Just <laughs> <laughs> let's make that part very clear. He's a fan. He's wearing a really sharp green and you know hunter green and blue. Honestly, oh, it, looked, it looked great. Based on how their clothing deals have gone, you know he must really like it. <laughs> exactly. He's going out there exactly. buying them. Reads yeah. the best endorser you could have of your clothes because <laughs> exactly. nobody's paying him to wear them. Exactly. Uh, TC, tell me. All right, so we you've kind of we've talked a little bit about the golf course so far, but you know what is your what is your true and honest opinion so far of how the USGA has handled this the setup of this tournament. No, I mean, other than like, like, and I'm not just making up the whole, like, I don't want to relitigate the whole wing foot thing, even though you guys think I do. Uh, we yeah, we, we, we keep bringing it up. Yeah, we're yeah, not doing sorry, that. Sorry we brought it up. Sorry we're not doing like, that. Hey, the greens were a lot softer today than they were yesterday. And I think, you know, it's supposed to get really, really windy tomorrow. It's going to be hotter and windier tomorrow all day. And then it looks like Saturday mid sixties, it cools off a little bit and wind dies down a little bit. So I think they can really push the golf course on Saturday, which is great. Uh, I thought the setup was excellent. Some great tees out there four, uh, six, 16, 17, um, 18, such a great finishing hole. Like I just, you know, the setup was unbelievable. I like, this is, this is my favorite us open course of the last, at least the last five years, if not the last decade. You know what's so awesome. cool about you know what's so cool about eighteen that that little spark moment of drama when the ball runs through and you don't know if it's going to get stuck in that high yeah. rough or come back down like that. Again, we, we kind of called it on the uh, the drama of the eighteenth hole at Southern Hills. Uh, shout out to RIP to Mito. Uh, but that that's going to be this week, I think, is like that. That fine line, like watching where Furyk's ball ended up, was just like, oh no, it's gonna come back and go. No, he's fucked. Never mind. But it's also you better hit the fairway. Yeah. Like if you're coming out of the rough, yeah. like that's yeah. the exact thing. Is like you better hit it. You got to hit it in a spot that size if you're gonna get the ball to hit to actually use that backstop. And if you're in the fairway, you can land it in any number of places. Right. You can totally get close to that hole. It's yeah. I think it's the best setup I've seen since Oakmont. I thought that was like a near perfect U.S. Open setup. The way the the yeah. balance of like bogey and birdie were a really close, fair line there, and this one seems to be pretty close to that as well. Should, should we the, ask uh, somebody who played the, the golf course? Uh, we can. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I believe we have a any chance we could get a guest in that uh, maybe has played the golf course today. I don't know if this how this there he is. Hey. Yeah. Welcome into the Good show, boys. Mr. Brandon Matthews, uh, U.S. Open qualifier. Uh, for those that don't know, we know you shot a 71 today, but those that don't know, uh, what, what, how did your round go today? Tell us about, uh, experiencing Brookline today. Yeah, it was great. I mean, obviously first major round, um, felt really comfortable out there, which was fun. Um, played really nice, you know, a couple putts here, here. I mean, it's just golf, right? Uh, a couple misreads, um, playing the caddy played for that. really, really solid overall. Yeah. I can just blame that on the caddy. Exactly. <laughs> So, um, but played really good, hit a lot of great shots, um, made a couple, made, honestly made great swings all the way 
from my uh, after my second shot on 13 was the last loose swing I really made throughout the entire day that hurt me. Um, so other than that, it was really good. Um, I was happy about the round of golf that I played. Um, kind of a weird hole. I played on five there. Um, the wind was supposed to be going off down off the left and the, the wind just kept my ball going left. and It was kind of screwed a little bit to that back left pin. So slightly frustrating bogey there, but other than that, it was, I was really happy with the way I played and, you know, a couple more putts drop and I'm sitting there two, three under. Brandon, what'd you hit into, uh, I was talking to the caddy after the round. What'd you hit into 14? It's like what? 620 or 640? Uphill. Yeah, that, that, that was a good one. That was a good one. I, uh, I hit the five iron in there. Okay. <laughs> Say it with me. Sheesh. For it those was that... so fun sitting up there watching guys hit, hit you know, uh, anything from three wood to laying up. I saw Adam Scott uh, or uh, Max hit one to like 12 feet. It was, it was awesome because it was truly a fine line between like a really good shot and – you know, not a great shot. And then eight was the same thing. Like that, that was probably the most benign pin on eight. I saw half a dozen balls roll back down the slope. What'd you do on eight? Yeah. Eight. I, I hit another good one. I hit wedge in there. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. We're going to cut you off, dude. Yeah. 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 That, that, that was a good one. But uh, yeah, I actually, um, I have this really cool shot that I've, I've practiced throughout the years um, that I put into play again this week. I put it into play every time I get into really thick rough um, and the ball, you know, I think the toughest shot out of rough that is this dense is when your golf ball gets just barely into it off the green. Yeah. Because you get in that little spot and it's so hard to decide, okay, do I take a big swing and kind of just brush under it? Do I kind of just try to kind of get through it a little bit, take a small swing? Do I hit a regular pitch? And I, I, I've developed this one little shot that I just take the club back. I mean, so, so such a small backswing and just kind of cut underneath it and the ball just plops out. And I got to use that shot there and I honestly almost hold it, just hit a little too far, but missed the putt. But um, that's been a fun shot to play this week. I haven't been able to do that because uh, we haven't really played too much, honestly, courses with that much rough this year. So, to do that was fun, um, but uh, God, what a but good yeah, feel, the, uh, man! The two par fives, I hit some good shots into this year. Or, sorry, sorry, sorry about that. I was gonna say, what a good feel, uh, like on a Thursday to be comfortable out of the rough like that. You know, like that. To, if you haven't been hitting a ton of those shots, it's like, man, that's a that, that bodes well. Hopefully for, for tomorrow. Well, and for people that aren't familiar, yeah. I wonder if you could give like a a brief profile of one your game and what makes it quite unique and you mentioned this being your first major like what it's like to you know take take this playing style that you have uh into major championship golf yeah um i mean for me i guess i'm known to just i mean i hit the ball far brag so, uh, brag we're giving you permission I, here I come mean, on <laughs> give the stats and everything well the the good the good thing is the way i've refined my game over the last few years i feel feel like i've always been a really good ball striker but uh, my putting has come around um, just unbelievably over the past few years, um, and as well as my short game. Started working with uh, Brian Simmons. Um, he owns Winston Trails down uh, South Florida. Just an unbelievable guy with a ton of knowledge. Um, has seen all the greats do it of of old school. So he's got some great stories too, which I love hearing about. Um, so he's helped me a ton, uh, started working with Todd Stones with putting. He's been absolutely tremendous. 
And um, so those things have really come around to where, you know, no matter what tournament I'm in, no matter what round of golf I'm in, I always feel like even if I have a subpar ball striking round, I'm still in it. Whereas years previous, um, you know, if I didn't hit 14, 15, 16 greens, I wasn't putting up a good score. So, um, you know, that's that's very good for scoring average as it's come this year where, you know, I can have kind of a shitty ball striking round and I just get it around and, and am able to get it up and down a lot more often. It takes a lot of stress off my game, which, again, obviously in the U.S. Open is, is very big. So um, I feel like my game was kind of made for U.S. Opens with how high I hit it. Um, and obviously if I'm hitting it far enough, uh, with my speed, um, getting into that rough, isn't as big of a deal as, as most people. We got a question here from Scott Douglas. He says, could a 10 handicap break a hundred out at Brookline? <laughs> yeah. So I actually look, I, the exact same question we just had in the house here. And I looked at my dad cause my dad's about a 10 handicap. I said, I said, Dad, what do you think? He goes, fuck no. <laughs> he goes, I would have shot 125 out there. Brandon, how different is the course from when you played it? You had a pretty successful run at the USAM when it was here. Yeah. How, how different? How much has it changed since, since then? Yeah, so um, my memory is usually very good. I, I remember a lot of the golf holes. Uh, they switched two holes, so uh, 11 was not in the rotation. Um, so they added 11, took out what was four, which is yeah. um, to the left side of three, right side of four that we're playing this week. There's a couple of trailers set up over there on, on that golf hole. That was actually uh, an, another drivable par four. Um, so they for took you. that out. Drivable and par four they, for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, actually, it was like, I think it was like 290. I think everyone okay. kind of could give that one. So a five shot. iron, but, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, exactly. And then um, – they added about 60 yards onto uh, eight and they used a completely different rotation. So eight was 14 when we played the AM and um, it's a way better par five because that green, they played it at, I think five ten or five fifteen during the AM. And that green is way more suitable at um, a par five playing five sixty than it is a par four playing five ten. I think. What do you go ahead? Uh, I was going to ask, uh, what was the longest club you had into a par four today? Uh, let's see. I'll tell you what. When we got to fifteen, it was—I mean, it was playing pretty long. I had a really nice drive there and had to hit seven iron into that into that back pin. That's I long. Ended up making birdie. That was a great, great hole for me. So, but I mean, I I, I flushed a drive and flushed a seven iron in there. What are you expecting out of the golf course, you know, going forward and, and uh, the, the competition in general? Are you expecting some kind of leaderboard gravity like we just talked to with Scott Van Pelt about, you know, as far as a grind or being this thing? Or do you think somebody's going to go out and kind of post a low number? You know, with the winds, the way they're going to be, it's going to get chilly now in the week. And I think the forecast flipped to getting being in like mid to low 60s, I, I believe, over the weekend. So um, with those cold nights, greens are going to stay firm. They're going to stay fast. Um, I see this golf course showing some serious teeth um, over mm -hmm. the weekend. I think uh, tomorrow um, they're not going to do anything too crazy to it yet. But but over the weekend, it's I, I think it's going to be an incredible, incredible weekend at the U.S. Open.
I love it. What a test. I can't wait for this. This is going to be exciting. So, well, we won't keep you too long. It's supposed to be, right? Yeah, go get it, young hitter. Yeah, you I got, love it. You got to get some rest. We're not going to keep you keep you too long here, but thanks for popping on. Best of luck tomorrow. I know we'll, we'll be pulling for you and following along, so thanks for the time. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate you having me on, and always thank you so much for the support and anything I can ever do. I'm always here. We'll do a pod for real this fall because you're heading to the PGA Tour next year, and we got to tell people about that. Yeah, I guess we just did, but we got, we got a full story to tell there. But thanks for popping on, Brandon. Take care. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Have a good night. All right. We got to talk about. Well, hold on. Go if anybody wants to know how far it hits the ball, go watch the crash course at uh, Scranton. It's, was it Country Club of Scranton or is yeah. it Scranton Country Club, TC? Yeah. Uh, Country Club of Scranton. And that was, he was, he was kind of hurt then, too. Like he was having shoulder or hip trouble. And he's, he's kind of like, he said he refined his game. He was being super humble. Like he's already got his PGA Tour card locked up for next year. Um, he, he won down in Columbia this year. I think he, final hole was like 400 plus yards and he had, he was chipping. Uh, it's, it's, it's absurd. It's a sight it's to be seen. It's, it's yeah. outrageous. It's, it's, it like true dirt and ball. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Guys, the bots are back. The bots also. are back Cody, in the comments. Cody's got them under control. No, Cody's fighting them off, the man. Bot, the bots are sick. I'm in on the bots. We got it under control. It was touch and go there for a second, but I think we got it cooked. Uh, some dynamite drop-ins to the show tonight. Gosh, this has been a, a fun evening. We got to give a shout-out to our boy, David Lingmurth, yes. uh, who has just an absolute grind of the last five years. If, for people that aren't familiar, uh, he's a Pontevedra guy here and uh, a friend of ours here as well. And he was... He, I don't think we, I don't think we can play the video. TC tweeted it earlier, but he was also a guest at our. Uh, his wife was in our wedding as well, and his wife is good friends with my wife. And he just danced. an epic, epic photo or video of you know it's hard to, it's hard to pin David down a little bit until you really he's he's like he's very Scandinavian. He's very straightforward. Yeah. He's very what you, I'm going to answer the question you asked me. I'm not going to answer much more. Uh, and just to see him like completely turn up at the wedding, there's a great video of him like kind of like moonwalking backwards between or moonwalking, like kind of limboing between Randy's legs. Uh, and in the background, it's like me and Max and, and Neil and everybody's just like going ape shit. It's just watching, great video. And like, watch, it's, impossible to watch it's that not root for David. This and, and watching Max get giddy. Laughing. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's hysterical. I get cra- it cracks me up every time. But on a somewhat like serious note though i mean also the guy's been grinding his face off for you know just to go from winning the memorial almost winning the players like kind of a low-key cash machine in that like 2013 2015 time frame and and you know fighting injuries grinding for status monday qualifiers he's just he's a complete and utter dog when he gets in those mondays and he's close man i mean he he knocks him out and and it's hard he's burned out by the time he gets to the tournament i feel like and it's a lot of t40 finish or a lot of right on the cut line and that does not tell the whole story well i've got uh seven events this season uh one top 25 five cuts made out of yeah. those seven events, and mo- a lot of them being Mondays, 143k in uh, prize money. So grinding is right. Worth noting, he's this is his fourth U.S. Open. He's finished T17, 12th, and T21. Yeah. Like he played, he's played well in U.S. Opens, and uh, he also has lost twice in PGA Tour playoffs before. And then, if you remember the story last year at the Wyndham, he needed to get in the tournament and finish top 45 or something just to get corn fairy status for this year. Mondayed in and made it by a shot just to get corn fairy status for this year. Like it was, uh, I don't know. I'm rooting for David. I went up to him on the putting green. I didn't even know he qualified. He kind of snuck up on me. It was an alternate. It took, okay. It took, yeah. And it took him two days, I think to get through the qualification. 
And uh, I, he holds a special place in my heart because he's a Bitcoiner. So he was devastated. <laughs> uh, thoughts and prayers. He man. wanted to talk Pray about the price. He wanted week. to talk about the price falls this week. So uh, that's something interesting. There was Sally, think twelve. About uh, uh, first of all, I love that Lingmurth went to Arkansas. That always makes me so happy. Like dropping the Swedes into these random SEC schools, <laughs> and just you know, just like the thought of that just makes me so happy. Um, there's twelve guys in the field this week that that went through both stages of qualifying. So that's, that's which is like, I guess that's like double what, yeah. what it normally is. Cause that's, you gotta play go- really good for three rounds basically to, to uh, do that and props for that. But yeah. And actually we got Lingworth and then we got Brian Harmon, another tiny tot, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> minus two. And, and I, I don't know, not to be a cheese dick about this. Somebody just pointed out in the comments though, but like, Going from Brandon Matthews to David Lingard yes. is the perfect example of just like, man, I love the U.S. Open. <laughs> it's yeah. awesome. The U.S. Open's awesome. It's <laughs> such a good golf course, yes. guys. Like, it's, I love it so much. The par three is like, uh, shit, 11 today? Or was it 12? 11, it's par the, three. 11, a little tiny par three. It was straight downwind, straight down the hill, front pin. It was so fun to watch this afternoon. Well, I'd say it's also credit to, you know, Brandon Matthews and, and Lingmurth and, and Harmon. It's a credit to the course, right? Yeah. Like, there, you know, you guys were saying on our preview. And Joel Damon's another one. Like, yeah. you, you, you're like, fairway accuracy. You know, got to keep the ball in the fairway. Well, clearly that's working for some guys. And then, you know, there's some holes where, like, yeah, man, if you can beat up some of these par fives, you can score too. So it's cool to see uh, all kinds of game um, out there doing well. And shout out to Joel, Joel Damon. He was in a practice round earlier this week with uh, with the Netflix crew, JT, Spieth, and and Ricky, who didn't end up getting in the tournament. But he uh, somebody asked him, like, I think he must have said something earlier in the week about the golf course, how it fits him. And somebody asked him, like, do you feel any better about the golf course? And he was like, no, nah, not really. No. Like, he's always incredibly honest about what his chances are. And then sure enough, he turns up and shoots 300. He was going to call into the show tonight, but he's actually at the Ben Rector concert tonight. Total, total so, own goal by yeah. me there. Rector texted me. He's like, hey, I don't know if this is cheesy, but like, should I ask him? Like, I'm like friends with some of these guys. Should I ask him to like come to my show in Boston? I was like, yeah, for sure. Definitely. And then I was also like, oh, we should try to get Joel Damon on the show tonight. He's like, oh, no, he's going to the Rector concert. <laughs> uh, on, on that note, should we, should we go to some, we got some video to play. Okay. Let's do that. Uh, let, let's let's do this, Cody. If you want to key these up, uh, so shout out to the USGA first of all. Uh, I know nobody cares about this, but that's how this is possible. This matters. Uh, a, a very robust media hub, just putting all their all their sound, all their press conferences, all yeah. very well organized, easy to find, and easy to download. So uh, I've compiled a little quick. Uh, we're gonna just call them our three quotes of the day, okay? And since we were talking about Joel Damon, let's uh, Cody, let's play his first. Uh, this is Joel Damon talking about confidence, uh, the golf course, things of that nature. Have you always been that way? Like when you were a junior, were you like, oh, I'm not very good? Or was it is this like a pro I don't thing? know. Like it's self-deprecating a little bit. But like, I mean, my dad taught me to be very humble, I guess. Like it was I remember some vivid car rides coming home after a junior win or whatever. And it was like, well, you don't you don't talk about yourself. You don't it's like you let people ask you questions type thing. So it's not necessarily a humble thing anymore. It's just like. Um, I don't know, staying neutral. You can't get too high, too low. I mean, do I believe myself? Yeah. Like if you look at my game and what I am like for me to make it on tour for six years and play this well, like that's probably overachieving. Some would say, I mean, I wasn't all American. I wasn't the best. So, um, I think it's just kind of understanding who I am and where I'm at. And I don't know, Rocco Media took Tiger to 91 holes. I think I could do okay. (laughs) 
I love God, that's a I great comp. I love that. It's a great comp. That's a great comp. Yeah. I wanted to say, was that a drive-by on Rocco? Slightly? It was a drive-by on himself, yeah. I think. <laughs> a drive-by on everybody. That was great. If I could also say, whenever I go watch Joel play, like I also think, like, wow, yeah, you are overachieving <laughs> a little bit. Like, watching the sound of his ball. I mean, it's just like, he's, he admits all of this as well, of course. Is it, but the sound of his ball compared to, like, Spieth and JT. <laughs> Plus the bucket hat and just, like, yeah. the general demeanor. It's like you were saying that when well, Rory just, like, struggles. see him at the hotel. He's like, what, you guys drinking beers tonight? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll drink some beers. Well, like see you know seeing Rory struggles you were saying to SVP like man it gives we have no hope and yeah. then you see like Joel Damon succeed you're like fuck man I think I could do it <laughs> like maybe I could do it I don't know God, if that guy can do it come on Joel's the best he also like low key hits it like I followed him for a couple holes today saw him hit it off uh, 15 and 16 and he's moving it like swing looks good he's I was pleasantly surprised. Firm fairways bring a whole different yeah. slew of guys in. If you're gonna drive, he drives it straight, and he talks a lot about how his his driving stats are actually really good. Strokes gained stats are really good because he hits drivers where place where guys don't hit drivers, and he just jams it down there, and he's an accurate enough driver to be able to do it. So you get fairways that he's run a out a little bit. It's a different game yeah. when fairways run out, man. It's like that's an extra reward for accuracy too. If you're gonna get 30 more yards of roll, and th these aren't super firm, but like. Uh, you know, Adam Hadwin's ball in 18 really rolled out a lot, I thought. so. Uh, <laughs> Come on, man. You Too soon. You Too soon. <laughs> uh, Cody, let's go to Rory next. Uh, Tron, I know you were in the in the room for this. Nothing monumental. I just, we talked about a little bit of chippy Rory. I think this is evidence of, of some chippy Rory. Uh, it was hard not to notice that some of your frustrations came out after that long wait on five. Did that yeah. play anything into it? Yeah, the guys in front of us were playing so slow. They were like a <laughs> hole or a hole and a half behind the group in front of them. Um, so, yeah, that, that was a little frustrating, too. And, I mean, you went on a little run after you started getting fired up. Did that help you? Um, I don't know. Waiting on shots helps, but... Um, yeah, I, I made a nice birdie on seven and a nice birdie on eight, which are two of the easier holes on the course. I love it. He's, he's just right to the point. A, a little bit like, yeah, no, it didn't help me to wait up, to wait for those guys. Uh, I love him airing out. Tron, who was in front of him? Stallings and who? Victor Perez. Yeah, well, yeah, Victor Perez. He's, I think he's the culprit. But even I think Stallings was saying the group in front of them was was slow as shit too. And then Perez had a ruling, I guess, on uh, on nine or something. I don't know. It doesn't. It it didn't make sense to me. But it wasn't slow out there overall. Like Rory had a point. Yeah, can we? But uh, drive before uh, there's going to be weights, though. I want to. I do want to call it the shirt. I mean, that looks like my grandparents' patio furniture. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. No, I, I, I mean that, that one. But then Sally showed me what the, what they got dialed up for tomorrow. <laughs> oh my god, the female stuff that's coming. Whoa, I mean, Rory's shirt was so much better than female's shirt, and like Rory was like, you know. TC, like, that was the good. Some aggressive pants. That was the good female shirt. I got I, I got bad it's, news it's, for what's coming. It is, serious coming out i mean we're talking like met gala shit you know like not like what are we doing guys? is this gonna eat the rich he's wearing a dress that says tax the rich or wait, oh, eat the truly rich. it's it's i mean watch this space for for updates the nike stuff later this weekend is gonna start some conversation it starts tomorrow let's be very clear you don't have to wait for the weekend it starts it's coming tomorrow tommy's, uh, tommy's nike shirt was was absolutely Horrid today, horrid, and and it like it, it will never not be funny seeing these guys, seeing the English guys <laughs> carrying around the bags with the U.S. like Declaration of Independence. That's the Boston <laughs> Tea Party, I think. Yeah, and and like and 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 the you know American Colonial Army like uniforms on 
on the ball pocket, like watching Finno and Tommy and like, you know, all this Taylor made. It was hilarious. I loved it. The brands have won, TC. Nothing means anything anymore. It's fucking over. Uh, all right. Last one comes from uh, Colin Morikawa. Very nice day today. One under par uh, after some struggles. And I thought this was very interesting. You know, we know him. TC, does he hit a draw or a cut? It's kind of weird. It, that just okay. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly hey, play exactly right. Play the clip. That's exactly no, normally, right. Dan and then Cameron. You talked yesterday or, or Tuesday or maybe Monday. I'm not sure what day it was. But you talked about not being so concerned with hitting one shot and just kind of playing what you got. How would you grade yourself on doing that today? Um, poorly, because I, I pretty much only played a draw. Um, but that was kind of the game plan. You know, I, I think when the shot calls for it, I think that's what that's what I meant back then. And um, didn't really have to hit too many cuts. And when I did, didn't really pull them off. But uh, for the most part, I, I think just being committed to the shot and knowing what my shot shape was today. And that's, you know, it's been really straight. It's been like that two-yard little draw. So just knowing and, and thinking about how to play a shot like that versus, you know, normally aiming left and bringing it back to the hole. Is it hard to trust? Because you've had so much success going the other way. It's definitely hard. Um, but I played a lot of golf last week and a lot of, a lot of holes out on the golf course to, to try and be able to trust it. I mean, I haven't played a draw since... You know, maybe freshman year, high, or freshman year of college, definitely in high school, and um, it's different. You know, it's it's not the same trust, but this week I, I have to trust it because that's the only way I'm going to hit shots. TC, sorry to cut you off, but you were going to kind of blow up the the entire <laughs> quote. There is what it sounded like. No, I mean, it, like it's weird. It's I mean, granted, we're talking about him hitting like a two yard draw. He hits right. the ball super super straight, but also, like I was talking to a few other guys about it. I followed him for five or six holes today. The ball doesn't sound the same coming off his club right now. Like it's, it sounds kind of clunky, a little bit more clanky. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. Um, and I don't get it. He played well today, um, and you know, hit a couple really good chips that I saw. Putting stroke looks good. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was, it was strange. Sally, as someone who plays a very consistent draw, do you have any comments? Well, I was gonna say I need to talk to my buddy Tumor, teach him the draw cut shot, which is a ball that starts drawing and then fades. Which that a friend of mine tried to convince me he he that was what his ball flight was. That clip spoke deeply to me of like <laughs> as someone who's stopped playing a massive cut and started playing more of a straight ball. It's scar tissue. Like when he's like, yeah. "Yeah, you just don't trust it the same way." Of like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna close my stance here. Sorry, I've never seen the bots actually come in and seeing naked HD stop jerking cheaper than Tinder was blocked. It's just, I can't keep. I can't keep. Come on, Sarge, face. stay on top of that stuff, man. We need you at the door. It's a one man army. Somebody uh, saying I was, I was, you know, I was following every group for five or six holes today. I just hung out up by like eight, uh, eight, fourteen, fifteen T. 90 like just circled that area like all morning it was great that's a great little great little section there can I, confirm yeah. i've been at golf tournaments with tc when he's like i followed i followed speed for 24 holes today <laughs> and it, it was like six so i could you speed, could speed was sick today i didn't literally anywhere near speed literally i didn't i didn't want to you know i didn't want to would you know contaminate myself Point of the Morikawa thing, I, I think very interesting to watch a dude who says he's, quote, never hit, hasn't hit that shot since basically, like, what do you say, freshman in college, uh, go out and try to win a, you know, major championship on what looks like the most exacting course of the year. So He did hit a, uh, a cut very exciting for that today. He had I, a cut three wood. And I would say he played well, but also, like, man, that's not a good sign for Morikawa I mean. to be like, yeah. T14 that we're saying, that, hey, he played really well today. Cause it, it's really been bad coming yeah. into it. There was no conversation around him. Coming into this week, he got off to a really good start, but um, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not buying Morikawa yeah, right now based I, on that. I agree with you.
Fitzpatrick. He was in my picks. What's that? He was in my picks. He was in my picks. I was talking about him. So I just like you to acknowledge that I had I had probably a dozen people either come up to me today or yell, "Draft King, we love you!" Like, thank you for your plays. Five or six holes. Draft Emperor. Very convinced that the guy we met at George Wright this week was an absolute plant. (laughs) <laughs> who came up to TC and said, oh, my gosh, Tron, I tailed your Billy Horschel pick. Now I'm going to the NBA Finals. Thank you so much, Tron. <laughs> Is that a serious quote? That's a very serious quote. Great guy. Super guy. nice. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Matt Fitzpatrick. Did we talk about him yet? I've lost track. It's been an action-packed uh, show. Not, not really. Not really. I mean, there was a lot of hype co- about him coming into this week, and uh, he kind of he faded a little bit there. I think he bogeyed. Did he bogey 18? No, yeah, he did bogey 18 to shoot two under par, but – Sitting there pretty nice. He was only plus 3,000 to win this thing going into it. And uh, noteworthy opening round. Especially after, I don't want to say scar tissue, but man, Sunday at Southern Hills was not good. Not good. No. And by his own admission, he seemed like very, very broken up about it. And to bounce back right away and, and be in the top 10 is yeah. very impressive. And it, and I think it just makes for a compelling uh, compelling weekend. Well, see what PC he does. said it at the top of the show. It's a good storyline, too. Wins the USAM here, yeah. comes back, kind of, you know, lives up to the, uh, you know, being one of the favorites or, or a sleeper pick, I guess. Speaking of sleeper picks, said he's uh, sleeping in the same bed he won the USAM in. Staying wow. with the same family. Wow. Love that. Love that note from the broadcast. That was great. Good How stuff. That? Uh, we're gonna get ready to hey, play the cash. A a oh God, no! Uh, we're uh, <laughs> after this. We're gonna get ready to play the cash. We're gonna get ready to. Uh, we will. We're gonna get ready to play the cash. We need you to do a tight twelve minutes on Aaron Wise. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'll, I'll uh, Sally, go ahead. I'll cede the floor to you for that. We're gonna be doing the cash app game here coming shortly. So Cody's gonna be ready to uh, to give away some cash here. I just want to go over the odds real quick after round one. I thought a, a recent look at the odds. Uh, Roy McIlroy plus four fifty. Uh, these, of course, are, are courtesy of DraftKings. Uh, Justin Thomas plus one thousand. He shot one under. He shot. Um, he shot one under today. That's correct. John Rom plus eleven hundred. Uh, Rom also shot one under today. Fitzpatrick now plus eleven hundred. Scheffler plus sixteen hundred. One under is like a. It's like a dog kennel. Bunch of dogs. <laughs> one under. I saw somebody float this on Twitter. Is would you take one under or the field right now? And that's a, that's a good stuff. very interesting question. Uh, then it goes DJ plus eighteen hundred. DJ shot two hundred today and is still is plus eighteen hundred. That's interesting. Well, yeah. I mean, he hasn't yeah, he hasn't done much, and we don't know what he's going to do in the, the you know the fourth <laughs> round. Uh, just, yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, big fifty four. Also, guy. I do not owe I don't owe James Pyatt an apology. I followed him a little bit today because he was playing with Morikawa and not oppressed. I'm impressed. That's glued together. Um, Go Sparty. Morikawa's plus 2,000. Zalatoris plus 2,200. That one still seems like a freaking bargain. I'm not really sure. Plus 2,200? Plus 2,200. And he's one under. Yeah. He was, what, two over through four. He battled it all the way back to one under. He is. uh, Someone put all their nuggies on him this week. Interesting. Keep an eye on that one. Um, And then, uh, so Hadwin in the lead, plus 2,500. Rose, plus 2,200. Xander, plus 2,500. Max is plus 3,000. Excellent, excellent round for Max today. Uh, Felt like he left a couple out there. But anyone else you want to call out on the leaderboard, TC? We're not going down the leaderboard, just to make this clear. Is there anyone you would like to make a specific point that is on the leaderboard? Yeah, I think really good round from Hayden Buckley today. He played played great. Uh, DJ showing signs of life at minus two. Uh, good round from Patrick Rogers. I know he's kind of he's been working hard on his game here of late. Uh, overcame the ball rolling back down the hill on on eight twice. Ah, that was so to sick. Shoot one under so, Adam Adam Scott. That uh, was I think you I think you got cut off. Max, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Adam Scott, and then Max. Max hit an absolute seed into uh, into eight. Uh, it was just a remarkable golf shot. I uh, was really impressed with the shots I saw from him today. Zalatoris is is lurking. Um, JT looked a little out of sorts. I would say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're done with the leaderboard. That's it. That right. marks the end of the TC, leaderboard. TC, I have a question for you, though. I got a question for you. What was the best yeah. shot you saw today, and what was the worst shot you saw live today? In person, in the flesh. Uh, I, I wish I saw Hagishad's shank. Uh, that was great. Because that was a major, major, major Icarito uh, there. Oh, man, best shot I saw was probably Max's Max's approach in the par five. That was it was so high, and not a whole lot of guys got close to that. Waka made eagle, but uh, but overall, uh, that was probably probably the most impressive shot I saw. All right, we're gonna get to uh, if you if you watched our live shows during the PGA Championship, we uh, the Cash App brought you just it's throwing out cash, handing them out like Jim Justice on the 18th green at the uh, <laughs> at Greenbrier. Okay, never never fails to make me laugh. For legal purposes, he is not a part of the copy of this ad, but uh, Cash App is the easiest way to send it's spend. Good for you because otherwise you would get paid and save your money <laughs> and invest your money. You can request money from friends when they owe you for drinks, your green fee, your bets, literally anything. Uh, besides just sending money back and forth with Cash App, you can invest in stocks with as little as $1, as well as buy, sell, and send Bitcoin instantly. So here's what we're going to do. Three words. You get three words in the comments. Uh, the best, Your best three words to describe today's action can be about anything. And uh, we're going to be snagging guys. I forget how much we're giving away here, Cody. Can you remind me? Is it 25 or 50 per spot? I don't remember what it is, but uh, you'll be cash will be coming your way if you come up with a funny three phrases to come up with today. And you, if you don't have Cash App, Use code no laying up to sign up. You get fifteen free dollars and cash up sets aside ten dollars uh, for each sign up that goes to Youth on Course. Confirm, Cody. Yeah, v- very much. I think we're given fifty a spot. If I could ask your guys's help, just like last time, and and if you see something, throw it up on the screen. I'll be the scribe here, but still in full on battle, wave after wave. <laughs> we, we got one, Justin Fleshman, right here. Are, you gotta keep. You gotta have your cash tag. I should have led with this. You gotta have. This, your, that's my guy right there. You gotta have your cash tag in the comments. He says Justin Fleshman says Ice loses out. That's right. That's okay. right. Well, what's yours, Neil? What's, um, what's yours while they're filtering in? I I would say mine mine is Celtics home game. I think the crowds were a little subdued today, and I think it's because the they Celtics were. are playing at home. And I was a little disappointed in the. Uh, in the guys from Boston, bringing the noise. I, I, I disagree. I think the crowds were. It was like a smart baseball crowd, or it was like a it was like a British Open crowd, where I, I thought they were very, 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 uh, just like clapping for solid shots, solid leaves. You know, a shot to twenty feet straight into the wind. Like it was. I followed Reed for however many holes, twelve holes, and like he, I, I heard two people heckle him the whole day. Like everybody, it's a bunch of. I think some of that's because the tickets oh. are pretty expensive and it's thursday so nobody got too too shit faced out there but it was it was very respectful everybody was all over um you know it was very positive for phil uh he gave seven thumbs up um and then i would say my my thing would be mcrib wish, wish i had more hands yeah. well uh, tc that's back. that's really good insight from from uh, from our boots on the ground for me though it was a little more i want a little more electricity it's the us open i want some people you know I want I wanted to hear it more, and then at the end, 
Woodland's coming up nine. I know he's, you know, finished on the wrong side of the course, but like literally there's nobody there. And I'm like, why is this? And it's like, ah, the Celtics are in town. Yeah. I think we heard a little Intel. I think they, they way, way, way limited the number of tickets sold both from like an infrastructure standpoint, getting people in and out of there. I think there's probably a left, a lot of leftover corporate kind of Mm -hmm. commitments from the last couple of years being weird. So I, I think they, they limited the number of tickets they could actually sell, which, like Tron said, on, drove Shane. the price way up. That's that's threw me dirty right there. All right, Neil's bet. That's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say grown up Rory for mine. I, I really like, or or Rory in Rory verse. Grown up would be too grown up Rory. Okay. Grown up Rory. I think we saw it. that was a grown up man playing golf today. It was great to see. Grown ass Rory. He's two hundred holes. <laughs> <laughs> Where was that one? I missed that one. Uh, there it is. I got it. Um, I think this is not, this isn't necessarily a clever, but like just the beginning, like this is, there's so freaking much golf to play yeah. and there's so many of the big dudes right around there. We're so, I actually early. thought this, like, I, you we're know, so you, guys were, early in this you guys were saying, uh, you know, oh, this is my guy S prime Phil parlay tonight. I think that's, that's ah, got legs. Nah, I mean, uh, come on. I know he's got, I don't know if I feel, I, I like this problem. on Boston, Boston TIO party. Oh, oh that's, that's, that's good that's stuff. Absolutely. Let's throw it on the screen. <laughs> from uh Logan from, Cobb, uh, the best. He, he he typoed it, but look, Boston TIO TIO party. ITO party. 18 <laughs> is a problem. 18 is a little bit TIO. Like you can t- you can hit as far as you want and there's stands on both sides that give you free TIO. It's a disgrace. Which not to air out our our young hitter Brandon Matthews, but he he hits it so far that he's like, yo, is that in course OB down there? Is that a merch tent over there? Like he's taking the most provocative lines you could ever imagine. He's like, man, like I'm, I'm trying to just find places where in some, in some cases I can get relief because I know I can hit it down there. And it's, you know, a little bit, a little bit uh, jarring to see that. Can we talk about Phil? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know really what there is to say. Like he's been stinky. Uh, and he was stinky today. I mean, he's coming off a four month layover, layoff, whatever. Uh, then he went to four month layover would be like a Tom Hanks. That's true. That'd be like flying United through Houston or through uh Dulles, one of those you know, four month layovers. Uh, shout out to TC. I would say the, I mean, yeah, it just wasn't, it just wasn't good. Like, I don't think it was, it was anybody was predicting anything else. You know the the DJ Pi Vegas line was seventy seven and a half. He shot seventy eight. I think that was uh, I think that was fairly predictable and and depressing and like kind of a huge you know it's a bummer. But the guy is uh, a year ago was winning a major and now is looks very dead behind the eyes. We're calling an end to the the cash app contest. We threw a lot. We're throwing a lot of cash. I didn't read them all out here. We're going to end it with live more like X V I I I, which is seventy eight. He did the Roman numerals for that. That's 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 very good. We're that's concluding good the game on that one. That was good. Uh, it kind of dawned on me today with Phil that he basically, if he wanted to go take the big, big money to go play the London event, to go play the Saudi event, he basically had to play the U.S. Open. Like, this was just a formality. It was like, a. I, I think he does not want to be playing golf yet. Like, I don't think he's ready to be playing golf. And it was truly, like, even more embarrassing for what he's decided to do that he had to show up like with no game and like go through that routine. Yeah. I mean, think about it, it what, just broke my heart a little. Think about what they're trying to do. And I think this is what you're sorry. You're going to knock your can off. Uh, I think Thanks. this is probably what you're kind of picking at, but 
think about what they're trying to do as far as gaining legitimacy and making this look like a real tour and and all this stuff like you got to have your guys not only showing up but but somewhat relevant right like that's where to, we keep saying juice shout out to Tron's uncle and the uh you know what's going to give the live tour juice is having relevant good players right and right now it's Dustin Johnson is the only one in probably what the top 30 40 James Pyatt and shot James Pyatt. one under yeah that's why it doesn't count. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, like, they, there's no way I don't think you can like show up to, I don't know why Martin Keimer WD'd. I don't know if he was hurt or what he had going on, but that would be the exception. You learned there was a cut. <laughs> Possibly. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't know how you like take that. Uh, like you said, I don't know how you take that big ass check and then just be like, oh, well, I don't really want to play any like real golf anymore. Like that's not part of the deal, which is where it, it all gets back to like this whole thing being such bullshit which is like all these like, man, you should be able to play and not play whenever you want. It's like, well, dude, if you take $200 million, like good luck, like skipping one of the events, good luck, not doing exactly what they need you to do. Good luck. Like it's all, it's all so stupid. Can we not talk about like it? I legitimately like it dawned on me a Sunday or Monday. I was so tired of talking about live that I just, I just don't want to talk about live over the next like three days. All right. Well then I'll pose the same question to you two. What was the best shot you saw today and, and the worst shot? I Max's shot into, into eight yeah. kind of is what sprung to mind for me. Um, that was the, the worst shot. The, we had uh what's his name? Sam Horsfield had a total whiff. That was sweet. That was sweet. Um, Phil's the worst shot. Can I just give it to Phil's four putt on six, which sure. was, Sick. he hit like 20 feet. And didn't hit the hole with his first three putts. Do you have any idea how hard that is to do? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and do. made double out of that. So I don't know which shot of those the worst ones I would take out of that, but that's probably it. This is an absolute. And drive. to clarify on the live stuff, like I don't want to like brush it under the rug or whatever, like, but just like let's just table it because I feel like we're gonna talk about it plenty next week because a whole nother raft of guys is going over there and everything. But like we've got four more nights to talk or, you know, three more nights after this to talk U S open and just get after it, you know? Yeah. I think the only thing that's relevant is that the, the dudes were like largely irrelevant. Totally. Other, yeah. th- other than yeah. that was noteworthy. Right? Yeah. Uh, Which is great. Cause now we don't have to talk about them anymore. Right. Except DJ, except DJ. Worst shot. I saw the complete drive by don't know much about the guy. I feel really bad laying it out there, but that shot, Nick Dunlap hit into 18. That was like, right. Uh, or maybe I think it was 18, right. That was like right of John Wood. That we were watching downstairs on the late on the Peacock. Oh yeah, broadcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just Barry just got gobbled well, up by the rough. That was the tough. context of it, it too. Tough. Is the announcer's like, "Oh, you got to watch out for this kid." You know, he's <laughs> tough. He's having a tough day, and then he just, you know, and all these guys are like, "Oh my god, quit!" You know, and yeah, that was good stuff. The best shot How I saw. Uh, I mean, hard to find and commercials for something you're paying for. It was a disgrace. Best shot I saw though, I was walking out the door to go get some cold beer, and I uh, happened to see Brooks. Uh, hit three wood into, is it 14? Uh, 14. 14, 314 yeah. yards to, Sick. what, 10 feet? I mean, un, like, unbelievable shot. It was but, downwind. It's not that hard of a but, shot. But Blind even for that hill. ball to, like, it lands soft <laughs> oh, and stuff, unreal. that was incredible. It was just kind of like in passing. I was like, oh, cool, man. Okay, well, I'll be back. Kept so, an irrelevant three over par today. That's... Yeah, I was going to ask, who was who, who are you guys disappointed in? I think Kepka springs to mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, this is how this stuff gets normalized. We just got to call it out every week. Can't lay two over stinks. Yeah. He honestly, I thought he was in the afternoon wave. They yeah. showed him like late in the round in the morning wave. And I, 
I was like, man, this dude is not relevant right now. I didn't even like think about him once. I was like, oh, I just assumed he's in the, you know, the boring wave, if you will. Disappointed. It's just in your- so funny because he thinks he's like the most underpaid guy on tour, and he's and it's like, dude, like go go get a top ten in a major, then then we can maybe think about having this chat, can't they? Like otherwise, get the fuck out. <laughs> I was uh, I was a little disappointed in Lowry. I thought yeah. he had it yeah. going early and then just kind of faded down the stretch. So two over for him. I hope Cam Young bounces back. We've seen this before from him where he's, you know, two over and he comes out and shoots 65. So I'm not bailing on him. He was two over today. Those are two guys that, that I was expecting a lot from this week. Seems like a very tame audience, as we, we kind of said. Uh, and I have no idea what Shane Lowry's feelings are on the live stuff. But weird that, you know, kind of tough that he got paired with Louie and and Phil. Yeah. Like both yeah. Like also, kind of distracting live guys. Coming and he by. was in the fat pairing that one year too. Like that, yeah. he's, the USGA has also kind of screwed him over before, uh, <laughs> if you will. Listen, everyone's telling me I need to apologize for Cantlay and that Treadstone's dead. He, yeah. The operative should. has not been called up. Okay. He, he only, he only starts killing people when he's called to. So he just, you know, he hasn't been, he hasn't been asked. He's hanging out right now. So I, that's all I can say. I'm he sorry. gets easy kills. He does. I think that is, that is really he's a sniper. good. We talked about that at the PGA. He's, he plays really well on birdie fest courses, like in the FedEx Cup. You know when he starts just getting after places, and yeah, that, that's that's a little bit of a, a stain on his record right now. Pumpkin Ridge could be a good fit. Neil sure. was uh, Hagestad. Did you feel like you were watching yourself out there a little bit? He got it to minus three through eleven, and then uh, and then he shot. Uh, let's see, he shot six over on uh, coming in on the last six. I did not get to see shot by shot. Uh, Tariko informed me about towards the end of the morning wave that and, and with this putt from I don't know who we have now showed every golfer in the morning field so for that reason I what they weren't really following a narrative anywhere on the broadcast today also they managed to cover every channel in their network except for the golf channel yes. I think <laughs> uh uh today but uh well, shout out to Kevin Na, welcome Kevin Na, who birdied uh three of the first five and then shot 75 sweet I thought that was gonna be a problem but big tone disappointing three over as well unlucky well one thing I do want to call out I want to go all the way back to the top of the leaderboard real quick Cody I sent you a picture or a tweet earlier from I think I know Hadwin came out minus four stole the first round lead for yeah, me we really haven't talked about that <laughs> oops his wife tweeted this uh, a couple days t- yesterday um he got beat out for yard of the week <laughs> And she was concerned with how he, he was going to take it personal. And I think it's an MJ moment. You know what? I took that personal. Yeah, and and, I agree. and here he is. playing with some red ass this week. Balling out. But, uh, Sally, I, I feel like you and Hadwin would have a lot in common. Just taking taking pride in your yard work. It's been a great year for the yards. Do you, uh, do you have a yard of the week in your neighborhood? No, I do not. I'd be in the running, I think, right now. Yeah? It's pretty remarkable. Yeah. You should check Ooh. with the HOA. See if you could get, get one started. I'm a, thank or you just for start give, one and give it to yourself. Thank you for giving yeah. away that we have an HOA. Now people are going to be able to find my address. Oh, really? <laughs> Guys, I will uh, <laughs> like no. shout out Blandy. Blandy shot even par today, which I know Randy, if he was on, he would, he would, be, he would be shouting out Blandy. Uh, I also need to give a shout out to Blandy. This uh, was a DM that was sent um, <laughs> earlier that absolutely slayed me. Um, there is a golf club that is on uh, that um, Blandy Blandy sent a tweet out earlier about a uh, a halfway house or something at a golf course that opened up that honors his win at the the the, the British Masters that he won, and it shows like in wood 
I go on a piece of wood, like the final leaderboard uh, from the British Masters. And then next to it, it shows the 36-hole leaderboard from the U.S. Open, which Blandy was at the, at the top of the leaderboard. There's a literal plaque for the 36-hole leaderboard. Uh, that that just killed me. I, I will always associate Blandy with that now. History is written by the winners. <laughs> but, but wood is carved by, by the losers. Region runner-up uh, banners P, in the Raptors. P shot 70 today. P's lurking at even. I was going to point that out as well. Is it time for how far back is too far back? Do we do that today? Or I think do we it's do that a great. Tomorrow? I think it's a great discussion because I think it's like I don't think we've I don't think we've had a major like this in a while where, you know, I, I think the de facto leads like minus two or minus three. I mean, there's probably seventy percent of the field is in this thing, which is n- normally like has not been the case here of late. I think two over is is my limit. Two over gets yeah, gets you in it. Three, but then with like you said, TC, we got the Humane Society at, at minus one. You know, <laughs> the just, ASPCA. It just it's like, <laughs> I mean, you know, you got to watch. There's just a lot of dogs you got to climb over to get past minus one. So if you're at two over, you're struggling. Three over is too far. I see nobody at three over that that I fear yeah. at all. Kepka's in there, but I just don't. It doesn't seem to be adding up. I think it depends what you think the winning score is going to be, right? It, and I don't know that it's going to go. I mean, God, I was kind of laughing at the bookies being at what were they looking at? Like three and a half or something like that. Three and a half under, uh, which kind of feels feels about right if it gets really spicy. And then it's you know you're talking about the guys at three over, basically shooting one under, one under, one under to the, get around to even. I, three yeah, four under know. lead does not mean like hey quadruple that and no, that's what's kind of final all. score I think is going to be four under would probably win right. I think Hadwin would definitely take fifty four pars going yeah. going in. Um, but then I still think that's two, a lot of pars. Three overs, too far back. Pars. Fifty-four pars. Shout out to Liv. <laughs> I think that's. Uh, a- I want to shout out Nick Hardy. Nick Hardy shot sixty-nine, one under. He was he was one of the last last out on my plays. Uh, I've been picking him a lot lately. He's playing great golf. I think Joaquin Neiman. I think he finished it one or two one over. Uh, he he bogeyed three out of his last four. He had a great great round of golf going and he's swinging it exceptionally well i would i would look out for those two i'd, I'd also look out for xander xander's at even hovland's at even Thank both those guys kind of need a xander need a good good five performance yeah xander's straight, swinging it well man we doing that five straight top tens in the u.s open i'm not i'm not i'm not listening to any of the xander talk from the rory non-believers like yeah. it's, what about it's, rory believers uh, sure i've been on that xander block for a minute now and not proudly, but I, I will own it. I have been there. No, I know. And I'm saying it's I feel like we've seen that story a lot. Sure. But I don't know. I don't we'll I, watch the space. I don't like being called a Roy a non believer. Well, you, then you need you to put all, some fucking skin in the here's game. Here's what I'm worried about. You need about. to put Chris emotionally unavailable Solomon. You need to put your <laughs> yeah. heart on the table, man. You no, need, my heart's the, already the whole, been like, ripped well, out. I don't think he's gonna win, but if he does win, then I'm gonna be super uh, happy. Then fuck that. You can't you can't be that guy. I'm either absolutely you that call guy. it as you're seeing it. And, and it's it's I don't know. you're well, you're a non believer. Regarding Xander though, I feel like he's the pro <laughs> you, move on. Pro embodiment of a of a little bit of a vanity capper. That's that's interesting. Right now, like it's that's like it, it looks really good, and and he's like, no, no, he's getting like you now gotta I watch got, this guy. Now I got two things I feel like I need to address here that are directed at oh, me. That's Cantley. Cantley is a plus two at his home. No, no, I'm addressing my own like Xander. Like I've been riding for Xander. I for was a year. joking that you're calling me a vanity vanity handy. Oh, <laughs> I did not. Well, that was not a drive by on you, but that's good stuff. Um, are you guys changing any any of your picks for who your winner is? No, picked Rory, sticking with it. 
Didn't you put all your nuggets on Zalatoris? Yeah, because I. But I said if you okay. listen to the video and if you read the No Language newsletter, no, and dude. if you read the NLU yeah. newsletter, he did who, say it in the newsletter. Who's going to win, Rory? I said Rory's probably going to win, but he's ten to one, and that's not a big enough swing. Where I gotta, gonna... I gotta take big ass swings. I, I, I was really kind of convinced myself that Scott Scheffler was was lurking. Where'd he finish at? I think Where'd he was t- even. Was he at even? Yeah, yeah, he shot even. Yeah, I. We're so early, guys. It's crazy. Got a I'm lot of golf. I, I would say this. I'm rooting. We'll be rooting 150% for, for Rory. Good question up there. What's Rory shoot tomorrow? 69. He shoots 69. I think it's going to be really hard tomorrow. I, I think he's going to, I think, one over, and I don't say that as, like, a bad score. 72, and he's still You're right in it. Over. Right yeah. in it. So, yeah. uh, I, I'm still sticking uh, with Zalatoris. Sully, are you still high on Zalatoris? Yeah, I'm sticking yeah. with Zalatoris. It was, he's... Moving in the right direction, he's he's rolling it well. Uh, I think it's going to yeah. be a, a ball striking, you know, stamina test, and I like I like his chances. So, did you guys see that thing that Data Golf I, posted of the guys oh, that so good. the chart of like their strokes gained, uh, everybody's strokes gained in majors versus not uh, regular events, and like where guys rank. And Zalatoris hadn't played ten majors yet, and he's off the charts as far as how good he is in majors compared to regular events. It was It's an yeah. awesome yeah. chart. It's so fun. Our boy Max got some work to do on yeah, the majors. Sure. We're working on it right now. One After day this, at a time. we should be fine, but it's interesting. Yeah, that was, that was part of the Pro 1.0 and the Pro 95. Correct. Now, now it's Pro XP, right? Uh, Pro 3.0. Uh, We've worked out the bugs. 3.0. Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, you know what? I'm, I think Tommy's going to go out tomorrow morning and, and have a – I'm not. I'm not forsaking Tommy. I think. I, I still think Tommy's going to be in this thing. So uh, that you know. officially brings us to the end of tonight's show. I think when when TC <laughs> when TC tries to convince us on Fleetwood, I think that's that's a wrap. He's so only six back. I uh, you know what? I, I do want to give a shout out the USGA. I think uh, it's a like the the this is not an easy logistical tournament. Um, it, the shuttle service from all the T stations and just getting like, it's a tricky site, right? It's, there's not a whole lot of parking on site. There's um, it, it, it's been, it's, it's been a really, really good like viewing experience. It's not the easiest course to get around, but I think there's plenty of, plenty of catwalks across. There's the food offerings are great. Um, there's good grandstands. Their app is good. Um, like the, the uh, digital media center portals, good. The media center itself is excellent. Food's been good in the media center. Uh, their branding is absolute fire. Like the red, white, and blue flags out there and the T markers and all that. Just like, it's just a really, it was a really well done tournament. I think the USGA is kind of evolving and growing up before our very eyes. I, I feel like a cheese ball, but year of rejoicing for the, yeah. the, uh, the commercial with the little kids doing the oh, celebration. So good. Oh, so good. Way in. Carson way walked in, in when, yeah. and that came out. She goes, Oh my God, that's cute. Are they reenacting old, old, yeah. like famous? And it is. It, it also, like, yeah, it, it's pretty good. Isn't the kid it? that gets tiger, he gets tiger. So he doesn't drop the fuck. Yeah. Which I was kind of <laughs> waiting for, but other than that, his celebration is really good. It's uh and it also like, it shows a little bit to what you're talking about, Tron. I mean, I, I think it shows them focusing on like, yo, golf history is what people are here yeah. for, right? And like lean into the golf as the product. Don't try to make it into, you know, don't try to trick people into thinking that they're watching some other sport and maybe you'll accidentally like golf, which oh. has kind of been the marketing from from the PGA Tour, from the USGA, from the PGA of America, from a lot of people. And like just lean into the actual golf and maybe, you know, we wouldn't be in this like mess with all the live shit, but that's a whole other thing. The only thing I'd, I'd like to see them leave behind is make golf your thing. We, we that's, can. That's bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm drop that, that one. 
Guys, this oh, Kevin dog. Quigley guy in the comments, he's got some of the worst takes. He was the guy that, that wanted me to apologize for James Pyatt. Now he's saying Tommy and Cantlay in the same same box as far as majors go. Tommy was solo second at Shinnecock. People forget that. Watch solo out, second. haters. TC is yeah. watching, TC, you should kick his ass. He's putting cases on all you haters. <laughs> Cody, anything uh, that we're missing? Nope, it was good. Good rundown, covered everything that we wanted to. Appreciate the uh, great on-course insight, TC. Looks like you maybe got a little sun out there. We'll see how uh, tomorrow. God, TC, you're shot. Yo, I would love to shout this out. I had a blast watching the sun go down behind TC. Your shot is it incredible. Was, it was like, it, it's like yeah, changing <laughs> light behind him. It was awesome. Tron Castori out there. Like, just looking fantastic. I love it. So. I was supposed to go stay at the Precision Pro House over in Cambridge, but but uh, Andy told me yesterday, he's like, yo, we only have three bedrooms. It's like 900 square feet. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'll just re-up the hotel room for another night. So There you go. Also, right, shout right out, Brooklyn all, Village. another shout out to Yeti for sponsoring the show this week. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back here uh, every night the rest of the week. Cheers. 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 Be the right club. Be the right club today. Johnny, yeah. that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Expect.